0: Welcome back to another episode of the Brand with Podcast. My name's Sam McEwan, and joining me, as always, Dean Milson. How are you today, Dean? Mate, I'm
1: pretty good. I'm pretty good. Um, Very busy, which is good. Looking forward to having a chat today. This is, uh, though, this kind of like um, a nice, uh, nice relaxing time in the middle of work to talk about some fun stuff
0: sounds good it sounds really good how are what? you i'm good i'm good yeah we uh, we just sort of spoke off air but uh, i think that one of the last podcasts you talked about the the new arrival in your life we're getting set up for for the birth of my second born so um yeah wrapping things up here at the office and trying my best to um to to find a, a few days to,
1: <laughs> a few days are you, <laughs> doing, the, two, are you doing two weeks the two weeks, two yeah. weeks
0: technically but uh uh yeah, there's a there's a bit to do uh between between now and then and, and I might be sneaking off and sending a few emails, I think. But uh uh, oh, funny games of, of running a running
1: a hopefully Danny doesn't hear this before. <laughs> no, she doesn't listen, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no one listens. So, what's, oh, uh, what's, been, what's been happening for you? What's happening over at uh, DeMarca at the moment?
1: Just uh, yeah, just really busy, which is good. Lots of uh, lots of interesting projects. What I want to talk about today, um, kind of leads into one of them actually. I th- thought I'd um. Um, uh, which we don't have to get into it just yet, but um, thought I'd make uh, make use of this time and, and pick your brain on something, and uh, and which uh, which I, which I th- yeah which I think is quite quite interesting. So yeah, just just busy, which is like we said last time, fa- fantastic. We've had um, um, yeah a few kind of clients from like ten years ago coming back to kind of reset what they're doing and and, and go you know go again. So it's um, it's really good. It's really good.
0: Well, that's good to hear. So, well, you, you've teased it now. I think uh, this is this is your session today. All what right. what yeah, topic yeah. Have you got for us?
1: It's a bit of a broad topic, and I'm going to throw you a question without notice at the end. But you've you've um, you, you might be expecting it because we have had a conversation about this slightly in the last few weeks. But broadly, I want to talk about B2B brand building, which is you know b2b advertising or how to you know how to build a brand um a b2b brand and and like i've said before i'm really interested in in that because it's not as you know it's not as talked about as much a lot of the yet you know predominantly the the our clients are predominantly b2b you know it has to say you know I, I don't have any numbers on this at all but i'm pretty sure there'd be more b2b marketing going on in the world than necessarily B2C. It just feels that way to me. There's people are doing business with each other, and yeah. I might be wrong. I should look it up. I have
0: absolutely no idea, yeah. actually.
1: I I, really I should look it up. Yeah. I guess there's more... I mean, there's a wider market for consumer products, but I don't know. Everyone...
0: It's it's just so it's much it's e- a, I think the you know the, the, the thing with is it's just so much easier to talk B2C isn't it, it, Every, it is, everyone's it drunk is. A coke everyone knows what exactly. Apple is, you yep. know and yep. and, all, yep. and all the others you know you can you can have a, a conversation where the, the you know even the biggest B2B brands sometimes really do fly under the I, mean, I know there's the sales forces of the world and all these Well stuff, and
1: there once again they they're all the examples aren't they but like mm-hmm. what are the smaller examples or you know or what are the you know, what What are, you know, you and I deal with businesses sometimes same size as us and, you know, they're kind of smaller medium and, you know, what does it mean? What does it mean to them? So um, uh, there's an article that came out last week, I think it was, in Marketing Week, um, which caught my eye and, and the title is Customer Acquisition is the Only Viable Growth Strategy in B2B, says Ehrenberg Bass's um Ramanuj, I hope I pronounced Jenny's Jenny's name's right. Um, I I, I apologise if I haven't. Um, And so, basically, I've seen one of these before, but um, basically, it's a study for the LinkedIn. B2B business, in, sorry, the LinkedIn B2B Institute, and I'll come back to that yes. um, in, in, in a moment, um, provo- um, proving that the law of double jeopardy in a B2B context um, matters as much as it does in B2C. So that kind of means that the larger your brand is, the um, the, the more loyal your customers will,
0: will, will, will be and that, potentially that's, be. that's an interesting one in, in and of itself because certainly my understanding of the double jeopardy law as it relates to B2C is is that's one that's really about exposure and and advertising and and the more market share you have, well, the more that you know you have this sort of double jeopardy law that will will increase that and and it, and it in some ways is a. Um, a license to you know advertise more. Right? Yeah. And it's all about it's all about market share, it's all about share of voice. Yep and, yep. and these kind of things. And share of voice is a really interesting one as it relates to B2B. You know, yep. and, and I think some of us, including myself, have have wrestled with understanding, you know, what is that share of voice and how should it be measured and you know and and does that mean the you know B2B Organisation should be taking you know, big TV ads in the middle of the footy or something. Yeah, well, clearly they
1: can't. Mm. They don't, you know, well, the ones I'm talking about don't have that type of budget. But so what can they do? What can they do otherwise? So, you know, on that, like you said, it means finding new customers, not just trying to keep your existing ones or cross sell. You have to find more customers because some will naturally, and it, and it makes sense, you know, it makes sense. But, um, uh but but in a b2b context i think they haven't been able to you know prove it so much so yeah this study looked at uk business banking and business insurance um and i'll the study will be in the i'll post the article in the in the in the notes but um but the bottom line kind of, it showed that, you know, the brand with fewer customers have lower loyalty. The ones with larger, you know, the bigger brands uh, have more loyal in terms of, you know, customers, you know, keeping customers mm. less likely to switch. You can kind of get a feel for that, you know. Like I think it kind of makes it makes sense to my gut on a lot of levels. Like yeah. you have more confidence, you know, um, in, a, in a in a bigger brand and and you, you might be less, you know, likely to switch. Whereas if you're in a smaller one and it looks like, a, you know, it might feel a bit more comfortable. So... Once again, the bottom line is find more customers. Okay, we yeah. we we agree with that. Um, and to do this, like we've said, uh, you know, you've got to increase your reach and your salience of your brand to kind of grow it and you grow that potential customer base. Um, and so, it, it, and another article came up with which was linked in it, which was um, uh, which I'll also put in the um, in the show notes. It's uh, why B 2 B markers need to bet on the big long. And it basically outlines five benefits for long-term, for brand building marketing, you know, and not not short-term tactical, and we've spoken about this before, but brand building. And they're quite interesting. Like brand building, like so benefit one, short-term sales. Yeah. Okay. Brand building does increase short-term sales because you're more likely to buy from a brand now that you know and like as opposed to one you don't. And then and LinkedIn once again an article from the LinkedIn B2B marketing institute which we can which we'll touch on again later. They talk about it as priming a buyer with a brand, you know, you can increase that short-term um, sales conversation. They've got some stats saying it does sixfold. So, you know, the focus is just getting a brand in front of someone, you know, it, you know, it does prime them. I agree. This is a great one. Um, Long-term sales. It benefits long-term sales um, in that um, the primary benefit of brand building, I'm just phrasing from the article here, primary benefit of brand building is that it has a positive effect on future sales from future buyers who are not yet in the market. Yep. Right? Lead generation, in contrast, influences only those who are ready to buy right now. And if you think about it, um, there are often, and I hadn't thought about this, before like this there's often many more buyers that are out of market that are in market you know you might have 20 accounts you know from uh, or you know 20 potential clients you could be looking for now yet you know there could be 200 up for grabs over the next year that aren't even in market yet so this idea of brand building you know it's another form of priming and you know the article talks about um stock values by, you know 80 percent of stock value is based on its potential future sales so you know it may if you need to convince your cfo on doing brand building talk to them language so you know it, it makes sense it talks about pricing power um which is you know um the you know bigger brands more famous brands which is this terminology that they use in um in a lot of these studies um you know you can charge a premium and that makes sense talent acquisition which we spoke about before like people want to work at Brands they know, companies yeah. that are out there doing things, and we've spoken about that before as
0: well with B two B. So many B two B businesses, the people are their are their product.
1: That's right. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And so the the, the quote the article talent says, our number one priority says every CEO ever. <laughs> so then why is it a non priority for so many B two B marketers? Like it's mm. so so, and and um, and so um, I, I found that kind of really interesting, and it all makes sense to me. I, I think the argument is over for all of that, which leads me to my question. How and where are you going to do this for a small yes. to medium sized business? And that topic stems from this topic stems from, like I said, something we spoke about. Um, I think it was in our last podcast, uh, maybe about uh, or the, the one about the.
0: I don't know which one it was. Yeah, it was um, the other digital the, channels, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. It like was Facebook and Google. And, and you yeah. said
1: um, you said LinkedIn was a a dog. <laughs> I think <laughs> I was. I think that's what you said, and it and it got me thinking because you know, this isn't my space necessarily. Like I'm in the brand side of things and that's why we're, you know, we it's good fun talking to you. But my perception would be that the first place you would go would be LinkedIn to be for for B2B marketing because people are there within a business context. They're signaling to each other how clever they are. So uh, every day, so I had to get signaling again. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Ding, ding. And, and, um, And there's some pretty big names spruiking it through LinkedIn's B2B credentials like Mark Ritson, who Burnett and Field, we love, Rory Sutherland, Jenny as well. Like there's a lot of mm-hmm. big people
0: talking yeah, about LinkedIn. Yeah, is this where you go? how many of these people are on the, what is it, the LinkedIn uh, marketing yeah, research? They're all on it because that's where I got the list from. 100% of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100% okay.
1: of those guys are. No, they've got, I went, I was on there, you know, researching this conversation and um, yeah, they're all partners. So I don't know what that means. Um, but Mark's done a lot of stuff with them. And so, they're doing a clearly doing a good job of, of of their branding but so you and I had a follow-up conversation and and um about it you know on the phone because was one of those questions that stuck with me and I was like I've got to ask them about this because because it's important and um and 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 you mentioned well think about how little time people actually spend on LinkedIn so I did a little bit of digging around yes. that which is and, and and that kind of and that, so anyway i'll come back to my thoughts on it but i found this interesting article once again i'll put it in the in the in the um in the show notes um titled mind-blowing linkedin statistics and facts 2021 not the best title but
0: was were, um, was your mind blown it, it,
1: it was it was blown it it, it was it wasn't that blown <laughs> i mean it just backed up what you said so some interesting takeaways 70 million users worldwide 11 million of those in australia 40% of people access LinkedIn on a daily basis. However, and here's the kicker LinkedIn is used sparingly. Um, users only spend about, get this, 17 minutes on LinkedIn per month. Per month. That is less than a minute a day. Mm. Um, and the understatement of the century in this article says so you only have a few minutes to make an impact. <laughs> no, no shit. <laughs> Um, and so you know on the basis of that it found it sounds like a really hard place to have this you know, get this reach and 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 impact with lots of people when you when you look at it that way and even though and i found some other hubspot research where they found linkedin 300 more effective in generating leads so this is leads probably a bit different than through facebook and twitter but if we're talking about creating fame it's a different kettle of fish so i want to talk about what the, alternative, what the alternatives are, or I, I reckon your answer is going to be, I'm going to throw you, it's a question without notice a little bit, but I, I think one of the things you're probably going to say is you don't have to put all your eggs in one basket, which, I, you know, is a good strategy for anything. But just before you do that, talking about those breakdowns, time spent on social media um, from broadbandsearch.net, I found, and this seems to this is this is either where they got their numbers for that other article or it's exactly the you know it's it's very accurate data LinkedIn less than a minute a day twitter about a minute a day which doesn't feel right for me personally (laughs) um but um i found that that was probably the most interesting one to to be honest because i feel like people are on twitter a lot but um constantly maybe that so that could be something to think about instagram 53 minutes a day YouTube 40 minutes a day I kind of understand that because the content's long um there's and and um and Facebook 58 minutes per day so you know an an hour per day on those social media channels so what are your thoughts Sam because I I mean I guess uh, (laughs) I keep asking a question and answering it but the I think that. It's, it, I'm glad you called them a dog because I, <laughs> I wouldn't have gone and dug into this otherwise. But it does it does kind of make sense. So LinkedIn are doing a very good job of marketing themselves. Clearly, there's obviously a lot of I, I wouldn't and those names on there don't Mark wouldn't put his name to something I hope um, uh, with that, that that he doesn't believe I mean, in really works. They, 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 they,
0: are. they are the serious heavy hitters yeah, in this industry. All putting their name behind LinkedIn. That's right. Wow. Either either there's they must be paying them some serious. Well, cash. and there's probably a bit of that. <laughs> but, but, in, in I mean, reality- I mean, you, you wouldn't expect. I mean, they are serious reputations there. You know, yeah. I'm not. I'm not here to disparage any of those. No, characters. no. Uh, and 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 I think what I was just also going to say.
1: A lot of their research is broad B2B. They don't push LinkedIn too hard. It's a very, you know, it's a fantastic. Piece of marketing in its in in itself. Um, and,
0: and I mean, I'm not familiar with what everyone said on, on B2B. I, I haven't caught up with with Les Burnett and Peter Field. But, you know, I know they've sort of done the, the update to, to some of their previous research to have a bit more of a B2B. Like you, you mentioned, uh, Jenny Romagnac. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure. Have you read How Brands Grow Two?
1: I have read How and okay, yet. yeah.
0: I haven't updated myself on that yet. But yep. That was her book, wasn't it? And, yep. yep, And my understanding was that that had a bit more of a B2B focus. It, it, it
1: does. I read it many years ago and I haven't recalled much yeah, of it, to I'm, be I've honest. I've got it sitting
0: on my, on my desk um, at the but, moment. But so. this
1: is kind of an update to that because I think even some of the examples in there um, were a bit old. Oh, I can't remember. But uh, they, they've been doing a fair bit of work in this space, which is, which, which is great. Um, so – Stepping back, and then going okay. I've got a. I mean, I've got, I've got a client at the moment, which you and I are going to talk about, but you don't know about this yet. Um, that that's a very specialist IT brand. Okay, they're in a real yeah. specialist IT area, so uh, we can target very specifically. And we all know that uh, tight targeting is not always a good thing. Um, in all contexts, we can target quite specifically. Know exactly, even the companies down to. Well, this know, is yeah, this and is. that's and that's amazing. Yeah. So it makes me and the client feel comfortable that you know we're we're getting to the right the right people right. But with that stat in mind of 17 minutes a a month, less than a minute a day, it's not enough to to to, to to do it. And so, one of the things that I I guess it's about um, in terms of that 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 targeting. I think people forget and you, I've still not let you answer the question I ask you. So this will be my last point before I do, but I still think people forget sometimes that people are in business they're still people. Yes. And I reckon that's the kicker, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's um so I I I'm I'm in business. Um I you know but I s- still use social media an hour a day. Um and and that's where that's where I am. Yeah. And it's not like I turn off my brain. I may be not in the context uh, you know, and context is important in advertising, I, I, I know, but so I may not be in the context to kind of receive something and that's probably a negative in those channels. But still, from an awareness point of view, you know, if I'm seeing, you know, if there's a, an ad for, you know, um, something, um, I always say printer because printers are always trying to call up branding agencies. Um, not the best example, but, you know, some something that I might be interested in, I see it on Instagram, um, I've still seen it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so is that in a is that in a Look, nutshell that,
0: that that's a big part of it for me yeah. this, this is, i mean okay uh, uh, there's a lot to unpack there yeah. so you know i think i think the first thing i'd say is is this is absolutely why you you know as a marketer need to look at research, you know, read the how brands grow, you know, take take note of Ehrenberg Bass Institute and the Mark Ritsons of the World and uh and these type, you know, and Lesbonette and, Les and, and evidence based marketing. Yep. This is why it's so important because instinctively we all we all get it. Oh, okay, this is B2B, LinkedIn. That makes sense. Facebook, no, that's a B2C platform. And, you know, and, and I get this every, you know, I mean, they're, they're the two major yeah. sort of social media channels that we deal with in this agency. And, um, you know, and that's what always comes up. It's, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's B2B. So what we're looking for is a LinkedIn strategy, blah, 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 blah. And exactly, you know, it's a not so obvious point that you've just made. Well, hold on. You know, yes. Okay. Why would LinkedIn really be good for B2B? Because we, we know that it's the best directory of, of, um, you know, my, of job roles and, and job positions. It's, up, it's, com, it's and kept it's up, up to, to date. date. Yep. It's really accurate data. Every single, I mean, you know, 11 million, or, so that's monthly active users. I, I dare say anyone with a job, particularly in the professional sectors. It maybe just not says so users. Trade. I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. okay. But I mean, you know, th- there's... It's a it's a live resume for everybody there. And if you know the job title of the person that's making the decisions in that B2B company, then it, LinkedIn makes so much sense. So, you know, that's why it's But as you said, well, they're only there for a minute a day and they're the most, you know, Oh, well, that's the probably average, but the most active users don't use it for more than 15 minutes. Um, yeah You know And you know this Yeah Active users will active use it yeah. Active users a little bit more That's but, right but, but you're not You're not You know and The most active user on Facebook I think it's like four hours a day Or something ridiculous like that Like you know Even yeah. as you said An average of an hour a day on Facebook That's That's huge like you know you you're talking you're talking reach there uh you know you and linkedin just just doesn't have that so despite all the targeting power that you might potentially have with linkedin as as you've said your audience isn't there yeah they are not spending much time there and 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 you can see it by the snail pace that the feed moves you know like you know if you post something yourself and watch You know, if you get some good engagement on LinkedIn, that can last weeks. You know, you check LinkedIn and you get another notification to the organic stuff later. Yeah, yeah, because it's not it's not moving down. People are people are logging in that one time they log in for a month, you know, and they they probably spend all their 15 minutes in that one session. Right. And and they're scrolling down and and your your post from 2 weeks ago is, is coming up and they're seeing it and they're commenting on it and and you can just see that longevity you do the same experiment on Facebook you know and it's and gone, it's yeah. it's gone you know yeah. it's 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 just completely disappears so I, I think, you know that that's the 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 big one um but there's a whole lot more to to why linkedin is is just an underperforming platform and yeah the you know the so with a great brand though
1: <laughs> with a great <laughs> which, I mean, which is an interesting look, thing in I, itself i, I said, to talk about
0: i said 10 years ago i said linkedin is the sleeping giant of social media yeah here we are 2021 linkedin is still the sleeping giant of social media uh, you know and and maybe with, with some of those heavy hitters behind it it'll take off but uh, um yeah it's just it, you know it, it it hasn't lived up to its potential yet although there's some developments, and there are there's a few caveats that I can mention to, to all this. Um, once I've sort of finished my takedown of of
1: uh, oh, i well, sort of takedown. Like I think it it does it does make sense. Um, we, need it's, eyes,
0: it's, we need our eyes like we need our eyes eyes open as, as well. You need and to do,
1: and I, I think to you know caveat what we're saying here as well. We're talking about brands that can't afford a billboard or a TV scene, yeah. right? They might be able to afford, like we spoke a few um, um, episodes ago, the a um, uh, a digital ad on uh, um, catch up TV, which is you know, yeah, which is an an opportunity. But I guess as I kind of pick this apart, it's it's a the classic, you know, it's example of you know testing out different things, not putting your eggs in one basket, really trying to cover off, you know. Look,
0: and, and LinkedIn them. can still work too. So there's, I want to talk about sort of three ways that you can use LinkedIn. And, and two of them can be still very effective as part of a, a B2B strategy. Yep. Uh, but before I get to that, I think the, the other point that you've sort of alluded to that, that I think needs to be acknowledged is, okay, if we're talking social media and we're talking digital, you know, which is, I guess, if you're considering LinkedIn ads, then the the obvious equivalent is Facebook ads because they're they're almost like for like in the ad format. They're served the same way. You know, the platforms do operate in a really similar way. And so, again, one of the, the big misnomers that we face at Biz Wisdom, you know, um, every other week is is oh yeah, we're B2B. Now that's LinkedIn. Facebook doesn't make sense. And exactly as you've said, well, there's people making these decisions. And Facebook, for me, as far as social media is concerned is a mass market channel yep right and you know and so saying that that facebook is b2c is as as absurd as saying tv is b2c yeah like you know like yes there may be all sorts of reasons why you can't reach your target audience on tv but you know you can't tell me that CEOs don't watch TV or yeah, the, yeah, you yeah. know the uh, the CFO or the the um, procurement manager yeah. that you're trying to reach people the, 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 you know they're, they're watching Big Brother you know they're, yeah. they're watching Lego Wars or yeah. <laughs> whatever the the, the the big trends are they're, yeah. they're they're watching it and you know what they're also there on Facebook and they're also scrolling down their feed and if you know what if they see an ad that is well targeted and relevant to them and, and you know or if they see a brand name that, that is in an industry that they're interested in even if they're not in market all those kind of things on facebook it's going to be well theoretically just as effective as linkedin but it's actually going to be significantly more effective because they're spending their 58 minutes uh uh, you know a month was it a month uh a day sorry Uh, no that's a day day. (laughs) they're spending their 58 minutes a day you know and okay you can argue maybe your ceo or, or procurement manager aren't 58 minutes but i tell you what it's still going to be a lot more time on facebook that they're spending than linkedin um uh, that's that's just the that's just the fact of it so i think you know for me i spend a lot of my time you know um trying to convince nicely you know people in the b2b space it that f- at the very least by all means try some linkedin ads but let's add some facebook into that mix as well and let's test the two of them and in our tests and we've done lots and lots of them uh or like it's almost you can take it to the bank uh, facebook produces leads at uh a f- well sorry linkedin produces leads at four times the cost of the equivalent lead on facebook when you say facebook do you talking instagram as well
1: or uh, i okay. do
0: yes but generally actually facebook yeah i uh, you know I, I do talk about sort of and i do this all the time facebook ads platform of course includes instagram yep, yep, yep. um but you know e- even even you know for for like fashion retailers and those kind of things you know, I think those 58. Oh, what did you say? that You had the stats for Instagram, didn't you?
1: Insta is just below that. It's uh,
0: 53 minutes. 53 minutes. Oh, yeah, it's it's interesting. It doesn't see, it doesn't feel like it, it's certainly effectiveness, uh, even for brands that are really, really well aligned to Instagram as opposed to Facebook. Facebook it's, tends it's, to perform it's better. It's funny. Than I remember ad ads
1: on Instagram more than I remember them on Facebook. But, yeah. Um, and this is why you shouldn't use a... Um, uh, a one-person survey yeah particularly
0: one person, yep. um, particularly when whereas, one person yeah. works in, in a <laughs> yeah that's
1: right no that's a good point but whereas you know i was having a chat with our, um design design lead and and he he doesn't you know he hates them on there because that's not what he wants when he's when he's on there so everyone, everyone's different but i think the the yeah it's 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 really it's really interesting to think about the what about display
0: well and, and here's the thing so I do want to sort of circle back to the you know the three ways that I'd suggest with that LinkedIn can well can be used and, and a couple of them that can work. but display is interesting because LinkedIn is owned by
1: uh, uh, Microsoft.
0: Microsoft. Yeah. Do you own which search engine? Bing. Bing. And they have a display network, Microsoft display network. Yeah. Okay. So you know herein lies the growth opportunity and why I still list LinkedIn as a sleeping giant. That could, at some stage, awaken to the the beast that it that, you know that uh, or the potential that it has, uh, and so display offers something interesting because if we can use the the same data set that LinkedIn have access to, which is you know accurate job descriptions, and we can now serve ads on a platform that's wider that has greater usage than than LinkedIn, which is of course the World Wide Web, uh you know, and then then there's an advantage there, and there's a real uh, not to mention the fact that Bing as a as an ad platform, which allows you to serve ads on Bing, but also on their display network. Uh, you know, has actually grown a lot over the f- over the last few years, and they yep. still, you know, they've gone from a stage of hanging in there to now starting to say, oh, "Well, how can we leverage some of this?" And you know, display their display network is an interesting one with that, and they have this unique set of data that Google don't have, Facebook don't have, you know. So, so it opens up some some you know some some really interesting opportunities there. Now, how? You know, a, a, cookie-less envir- a third-party cookie environment and some of the iOS privacy things, which, which is probably too much for us to get into here, is going to yeah. affect those things, is, is, is interesting. But, you know, I think um, you know, there's opportunity there. However, we're still talking display, and display is fairly ineffectual. You know, uh, and it, it can play a role. and we do a display
1: of- in effect, more effectual than – I know Bob Hoffman said it – more yeah. effectual than social? Yeah, big yeah,
0: time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. I mean, it's, it's – you know, we, we need to understand that, that these channels have a role to play, but they're not everything. If you're – you know, I'm not banking much money on display by itself doing a lot of heavy lifting. Now, we run it for a lot of our clients, and, and it performs a very, very good role – in a, a multi-channel strategy right
1: and and so for me when we're, t- we're talking display we're talking like ads down the side yep. of articles on yeah. websites and what about question you don't notice just just I, i'm i going i'm enjoying no, it no no yeah. what about like I was, there's some great advertising done on like the age the yeah. newspaper in melbourne yep um is that through them directly or yeah i mean you've got a
0: couple of things there you, you know so you know display advertising is probably unnecessarily complex but there is a fair bit of complexity in there but you know in essence you can you can buy in oh, three there's more but three major ways yep. you can go directly to the age and yep. you can do a deal with them and you can say cool I want to show my ads on you know these sections these kind of news stories and you buy a, a deal and 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 that gets priority The the second way is you can go to the age and you can say, I want to serve ads to a particular audience. I want to buy these ads programmatically. I want to serve them through my programmatic, you know, display, um, you know, side platform. Yep uh, and demand side platform. And, and, um, but I want you to guarantee the number of impressions that I'll get in this period. And I want you to guarantee the cost per impression of those impressions. And so they'll create a deal for, for you. They'll give you some sort of tags that you put into your, into your, uh, DSP and, and then you'll run that advertising and it will only serve when the, when people who meet those, um, requirements, you know, those targeting requirements, uh, you know, arrive on that site. And 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 you serve your ads and you get, you know, um, yeah, you know, that that's also prioritized. And then what's left they what call remnant inventory, right? And that gets pushed into uh, like open market deals. So I can come along without speaking to the age, uh, 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 and and go into my DSP. I can use all sorts of third party data that we can purchase from third party data providers and these kind of things. Load that in and just say, yeah, cool. I want to serve ads when when those. Those requirements yep. are met, and um, you know, and and typically there's a lot of inventory still there, but it, you know, you are paying for what's left. I guess you know, and that's you know, I and mean, this is a simplification, and I'm not sure specifically about the age, right? It's a bit more sophisticated than this, but generally speaking you know yeah publishers like the age that's what they do they try to sell as much as they can and then what's left they they sort of they they, they sell as remnant inventory and it goes into all these sort of platforms and, and these kind of things and there's probably a few other deals and things that they do you know we spoke about amazon and and these types that have sort of other other sort of deals facebook have certain um certain placements that they they encourage you know various publishers to use and those kind of things but that's that's yeah, Okay. Yeah. That's good. Display. I've always wanted to ask that question. <laughs> there you go. So I mean, you know, and so yes, you know, the, here's the thing about display. The Age is a good publication. It's trusted. Yeah. yeah. You know, it has a certain audience, and that audience is is worth getting in front of. And
1: and I think they've made a mechanism like there's some great. You scroll, and then the ad will kind. Con- it's almost like a parallax effect, and. It, yeah, it, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm once again, <laughs> I'm in the biz, but it, it feels good. Yeah, <laughs> and, and,
0: and and I see it and exactly. You know exactly. So and so this is where I, argue, you know, this is the Bob Hoffmans of the world, right? And, and and you know what 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 I think they're 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 doing, and, and for what it's worth, Bob Hoffman is is very critical of display advertising. Um, and, but he's, and just, he's also
1: critical of the. The mechanisms behind yeah. it, and and his criticisms well.
0: Are, are well founded. They're yeah. based on on factual things, right? Like the fact that there's a a large percentage of display ads that are seen by only seen by bots. There's a huge issue of ad fraud there, of you know of publishers being set up, you know, solely to to try to extract money from those who are who are advertising programmatically, and they do that by sending who, all sorts of bot traffic to their own sites, and they, you know, a couple of networks. So there, there's all sorts of issues there. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think where the critics get it a little bit wrong is they take these things which are factual they're real issues and then they extrapolate that to be oh this is this is true of all of display advertising which it's not when you're advertising direct on the age you know it, it, it is it is different you know there's there's lots of you, you know display ads do get noticed by real people um, you know and, yeah. and, and there's lots of things and then they also extrapolate that to all digital marketing so suddenly oh, you yeah. know these ad f- fraud issues that are, that are true a- for display are suddenly talked about when we're talking about Facebook ads or, or whatever else. So, uh, you know, th- there's, there's issues there. But, you know, I, I do... I, I mean, dis- display advertising is not my go-to channel. If I'm going to say, oh, wow, we've got this new brand, no one's ever heard of them, and we need, like, our objective is brand awareness. We need to make a huge market aware of this. I'm not putting 100% of my advertising budget into display advertising. I'm just not. You know, but if you're running you know whatever a little bit of outdoor you know maybe you can afford some radio or something like this and some spotify maybe there are some facebook ads you know and and then um you're retargeting to people who visited your website with some display ads they will see them and and that will remind them of the brand and i think if you're doing other activity that is going to to impact the the recognition of a brand then display will keep that brand top of mind and and it can also <coughs> pull people back to a website Th- that's an interesting point the, there with know the remarketing they of yeah the,
1: the, like as a as a as a as a strategy which um yeah,
0: um, um, yeah to, and, and, to, and that's why i mean you can be critical of display and say well you know and even i did all right i just said it's ineffectual well it's not it's just it's just ineffectual at 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 Doing things outside of its wheelhouse, and its wheelhouse is a gentle reminder of a brand you already know about, you know, a gentle reminder of a website you've already been to that you need to make that purchase, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, uh, maybe a reinforcement of a positioning statement or, or, or something, again that you've seen once before, yep. you know, and and that I think is really good because what it has is it has a lot of reach, and and um and it also closes a loop. You know, I always think you know what you want is a bubble around your target audience, yep. right? So you want that when they go to Facebook, they see your ad. You know, if, hey, sure. If they go to LinkedIn, they see your ad there too. And they go off the site, they see your display ad as well. And and you know, then they hear you on the radio. This is this is a good experience.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, we had a competitor doing some display years ago. I remember like they were just following my business partner around. I keep <laughs> pulling his hair out, going, they're everywhere. And annoying your competitors. And That's yeah. another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, um, look. I, I think we can kind of leave it there. Um, yeah. The I, I wanted to, um, you know, just just yeah, just throw that at you a little bit. It's been um, uh, it's been an interesting thing for me to to, to think about um, because you know they have you know their, their brand perception's is great, um, and so bravo on that. We can, um, but yeah, those those numbers are. Um, don't quite fit the perception. And,
0: and look, the, the final thing I'd, I'd say then, I, I guess, is is look, you know, yeah, they don't fit from advertising. You're going to have to do something else. Look at look at other channels, definitely. But what the other thing is, as a sales channel, I and mean, we're talking marketing here, we're talking advertising. Yep. As a sales channel, things change a little bit. Right, and they have other tools, other ways to reach people other than advertising. So you know, as a as a message platform, well, it's a good way you can get messages through. Right, you can buy in mails, and you can make sure that they reach the right person. Um, you know, there's it's warrant uh, warranted of a, of another podcast. Maybe we should devote it to. It. There's a growing um, popular strategy for B two B at the moment, and I think it's probably the one of the main strategies for B two B called account based marketing. And the, you know, there's a couple of different iterations around this, but it, it basically revolves around identifying your target account, you know, the one business that you want to do business with, and creating a marketing strategy for that one business. Uh, and it can be expanded out to be one industry or one, you know, collection of a few companies in a particular area in a particular industry and these kind of things. It's something that we're working with clients on more and more. And, uh, you know, and in that sense, LinkedIn plays a huge role. But this is this is a, a hybrid role of marketing and sales coming together. Arm your sales team with the LinkedIn tools that they need. Support them with good marketing. Support them with good case studies and, and, and these kind of things. And then identify the people within your target company that you want to approach. Approach them through LinkedIn, other means. You know, do pre-targeting campaigns where they're exposed to your Well, ads. this is, the, the,
1: yeah, the priming, if you like, that yeah. they're talking about on, on, yeah. on LinkedIn. Which and then suddenly it becomes sense. really
0: powerful. And and this is where, you know, LinkedIn is a really cool topic. And, and and the other thing that I think is exciting about that is because marketing and sales shouldn't be two camps. And we spoke a couple of episodes, you know, I got blocked for for the mere suggestion right. of, of an influencer that that marketing should lead to sales. And, and the interesting thing there is some of her people that flocked onto the Twitter to say, oh, why don't you go and work in sales then? Like, you know, and, and that... I mean, that idea that, the, you know, marketing and sales should be two separate, you know, and, and a lot of the where the trends are going and where LinkedIn plays a really good role is marketing and sales coming together and saying, okay, what is our shared objective here and how can we really work together, you know, to to, you know, create everything we need around a, a particular target account and this is so powerful for b2b and um you know and going after it using all those, all those channels and, and linkedin plays a really big role in that kind of yeah and that kind of uh, activity i think but it's no that's uh,
1: uh, i I, uh, I i agree it's yeah so th- this was more about that you know the 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 brand awareness scenario yeah. those people are there you know those business people are there but they're just people so um go go wider all right Cool. Well, that's been um. You've you've answered my my questions. I think there's a lot more food for thought. But I I reckon a conversation like this, um, I I hope has been you know beneficial. I reckon there'd be a lot of whether you're a marketer or a new marketer or or a business owner or a branding guy like me. That's Got some you know got some great I- I- ideas for brands and, and creative but thinking about how you can get the message out there yeah um there's a there's a lot of food for thought
0: yeah and, and, that, and that's look and that's why you know our stink our instincts can be wrong on this our gut feel yeah can be yeah wrong so a good point sometimes you know like you know we do have to sort of pay attention to some of these not so obvious statistics think our way through and more importantly test and learn you know and that, that's the one thing that we always say to our, our clients is you know, even, you know, oftentimes they don't really believe the message. It's say, like, oh, Facebook, I don't know. It still just doesn't feel right. But, you know, launch it into the market. You know, uh, you know test the data on both platforms. It's if, not if expensive. Not yeah, exactly. To test to, exactly. it. And, and, and that's probably the, the other final, Here yeah. we are again. we no, wrapped no. up. And we <laughs> but the, the, <laughs> the, final, the final thing is is LinkedIn have floor bid prices. So I, I'm a little bit – I haven't checked what, what that is now, but last time I saw it was like minimum $7 cost per click so like you know you can get cost per click for you know one or two dollars on Facebook uh, and they don't have any of those minimums but you know because of that lack of usage LinkedIn have introduced these sort of minimum prices and that puts a lot of tactics like you know I've had lots of tactics that, that LinkedIn could have been a really good channel for you know if we could get 55% clicks or something or you know like oh yeah we could we can get that traffic and then we can do something else with it once it hits the website and um but those tactics just get a line put through them straight away cuz like well yeah but at $7 cost per click it's just not going to work so you know and that and that drives up the the cost of these activities as well so yeah fascinating anyway, All right we should uh leave it there shouldn't we uh, and um uh, food for thought but look b to b it's a, it's an interesting space and and uh, maybe we can you know, we will definitely unpick this in future episodes yeah yeah
1: no i i we will but i i kind of um i uh yeah i i want to keep digging in around b2b just it is my 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 i feel like it's underrepresented um uh as a uh, you know i'm always looking for um you know good b2b case studies um because I'm sick of using Apple, and uh, I think everyone should be sick of using Apple. I said that, and then I used them in the last workshop. Oh, they're so it was easy just to easy. use, it, aren't they? But um, all right, mate, it's been good to speak to you, as always. Um, when we log off here, I've got to talk to you about this project to do with, uh, to do with advertising. But, um, yeah, take care, mate. See you soon. See
0: you soon.